This is the Advanced Selling Podcast. The aim of this podcast is to help business sales teams grow their business with modern strategies and philosophies. Now, your hosts, Bill Kasky and Brian Neal. It's Advanced Selling Podcast time again. Friends, I'm Brian Neal. It's Monday morning, so it must be Bill Kasky and Brian Neal. It is. We are here as we are every Monday. We're so glad you join us. So nice of everyone around the globe these days listening to Advanced Selling Podcast. All you enlightened salespeople, professionals, we're glad you're with us, and we hope you find value in us. Keep uh, hitting us up on LinkedIn. A lot of our fans hit us on LinkedIn, don't they? They do. And and our our group is growing. We have a group on LinkedIn, the Advanced Selling Podcast group. We're working to get that up to over 1,000 users. We'd love to have you. We've also uh, had an initiative going on, this Find Five initiative, mm-hmm. our Find Five people. If you just take this podcast link, forward it to five of your friends, cohorts, team members, prospects, whoever, and say, these clowns are worth listening to. Even be for yeah, like you just said family members. Even five family members. You can do that. I mean, uh, it doesn't yeah. have to be. You have, a, you have a cousin in prison? Send it to him. <laughs> Keep him company. Why uh, not? Also, we've had a lot of uh, feedback from our book, Email It, yep. which you can find, a shameless promotion at emailitsellersguide.com. Yep. And uh, it is a $20 uh, product, and it has 20 pre-written emails in it that kind of fit the most 20 common scenarios that salespeople need to write an email for. Yes. And uh, if, if nothing else, go to the site, and there's a video on there, and I think you'll find an interesting piece of information and insight that we've tried to uh, uh, you know, infuse into the conversation of what makes a good email. I think you'll find a little two-minute video interesting. It's great. And I'll tell you what, there's an, there's a, I added this up. There's a million-dollar email in there. Did you know that? I added up an email that I put in there. Uh, yeah, it's just not just mine. It's ours, right? It's in there though. It's a prospecting email, and when I added up the clients that I know that have used it and how much revenue they've really? gained over the last three years and the revenue that I've gained, it goes over a million bucks total revenue for we one should, email. We should. Do you know which one it was? Absolutely. Well, don't, don't say. It. I won't. Got to buy so the book. We should buy the yeah, sell the book, and then if you can come up with the one, we should figure out which some, one it is. Yeah, Ooh, that'd be fun. Which one it is? Yeah, the we'll million dollar million email. dollars to them. We we could. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Did we have the budget, yeah. Kathy, for this? Right after we take over Rush Limbaugh's spot on the radio. <laughs> yeah. Okay, shall we? Yeah, topic. Okay, yeah, interesting. So this topic came from a uh, client of mine, and he gave me, there's a German saying, I guess Germans are really good at tug of war. I didn't know this. Did you know this? I did not know that. I did not, but we do now. So uh, Germans, when they play tug of war, they have this saying or this phrase that they yell, and it's called, ready? How rauch, 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 something like that. You need for that. How rauch. And I don't remember exactly what it means, but essentially if you picture a group playing tug of war and everyone's tugging and the rope is being pulled really tightly, and then all of a sudden they let it go a little bit and then they pull it real fast so they get their people on the other side off balance and then yank it back and they do it together all at once. That's called how rach. He likened this to the knee-jerk reaction that a lot of people have in a sales process where all of a sudden the the thing is tight, the deal's about ready to close. All of a sudden the, the prospect lets go a little bit and I freak out and pull back really hard and fall over yeah. is the idea there. So we want to talk about some situations where knee-jerk reactions are often seen, maybe aren't the best thing to do, and come up with maybe a couple of remedies about how to stay out of this. How rough. I, hope, I guarantee I'm saying that completely wrong. It so sounds we have, so Well, so it's, right it's the that's making it, it sound good, isn't it, right? And I don't know if that's Yiddish or I'm German, sure but it sounds Yiddish, good either yeah. one. Either way. So if we have German listeners, please tell me the proper pronunciation. Email me an MP3 and... How to do how rach. And you, uh, Australian <laughs> listeners, would be glad to know <laughs> exactly. that he's now moved on from the Australian. <laughs> I've switched invitation. hemispheres. I'm now in the northern hemisphere. Thank you very much. 
Okay. Right. Uh, well, we've got five of these. I don't know that we're going to have time to do all five no, in the podcast, not. especially no. if we're going to start talking about solutions. Yeah. So why don't we uh, list the five, and then we'll pick two. Okay. Um, my first one, when you started talking about this, uh, <laughs> uh, is the uh, – the price, your price is too high, or mm-hmm. somehow your price is not right. And when we hear that from the prospect, we get all sorts of knee-jerky reactions to that. So that would be one. I like that. Yeah, yeah, very, very, very common when I yeah. get price resistance to knee-jerk and go, oh, get all excited. Yeah. Right. Okay. Uh, next, when I get to the end of the deal and I think I'm about ready to close it, and they ask for a change or modification in the deal. Okay. That could be a delivery thing. It could be a, something about the uh, could be the pricing, but likely more something maybe about contract or, or the contract or the whatever. They ask for some change at the very end, and all of a sudden I freak out because what I what I think salespeople do is they've got the money spent. Once it gets past a certain point and they're done with it and they think it's over and done, their boss thinks it's over and done, the, the, the division director thinks it is, and then when it feels like it's slipping at all, we freak we out freak because out. we, we yeah. think we're about ready to lose it yeah. when really we don't have it. Here's one, uh, mm-hmm. number three, is is no response from the prospect somewhere during mm-hmm. the process. And, and I either call this sense of, lack of sense of urgency on the part of the prospect, but we get freaky and we start to think, okay, well, what do we need to do here? Well, what about if we call the boss? Yep. What about if we yep. send him? What do we send a packet? Yeah. Let's send him duck hunting at a blind down in <laughs> Dallas. I mean, we start to think about all these things to do. It's just real knee-jerk. Dallas being the hotbed for duck hunting these <laughs> well, days. Texas. <laughs> right by the stadium. It just Texas hit me stadium because right it's there. 140 it's degrees, huge. and I have picture myself sitting in long pants and a duck blind waiting for ducks to come Dallas. along. They're all down Downtown at the lake. <laughs> they're, they're tired. Um, okay, here's one. Uh, the buyer, I just had this happen, actually, not myself, but uh, a client. The buyer suddenly exits at the end of the mm-hmm. process. Deal's good, relationship's great, ready to pull the trigger. All of a sudden, the buyer gets promoted, moved on, leaves the company. Oh, my gosh, what do I do now? Knee jerk, got to hang on to it, got to run, 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 try to save, save, save. Another one. And then here's, as you said in our pre-show, macro. You went into this whole micro, macro thing. Uh, Micro is where the the tactic is, your price is too high. But macro, let's just say that a, a process that you once used is not working. Like, let's just say, oh, I don't know, cold calling? Oh, yeah. Let's say that's not working. And so the okay. knee-jerk reaction usually is make more, more of them. cold calls. Yeah. And really, sometimes that's the worst thing. So not a good of, deal. Those three, of those five, why don't you pick one and I'll pick one and we'll kind of work through them. Yeah, sure. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about the um, buyer leaves at the end of the process. Buyer leaves at the end. That's what I'm going to talk about. Can okay. I talk about revenue leaves to this? the company? Either way, leaves leaves gets promoted within the company, leaves the company before it's gets over. Gets fired before it's over, oh, okay. before the deal wow. is done. When literally the thing is about to be sold, signed, contract delivered, and everything else. Okay, can I talk about remedy? Sure. I thought you were going to <laughs> on my. No, I'm I, just I've never heard of this before. Exactly. So this never happened. You ever had a client this happened where a, a buyer I've like had them exits? leave mentally? <laughs> <laughs> Check had, out. I have. I've had them being out, escorted out of the office <laughs> yeah. for mental reasons, but no. Check so into a rehab. Here's what center, I think. The but. first thing is, and this would apply to all of them. So I'm gonna. Th- I'll put this over yours too, if I may. Is we've got to first take a step back and do a deep breath grounding yeah. exercise. A lot of times, once we're down to this level. We, we are so close that we forget some of our core principles. Yeah. We forget that we have to maintain detachment throughout the whole process until it's done. We forget that if this one doesn't come through, there's likely another one that will come through right down the road or shortly thereafter. So we have to find a way out of this to take a deep breath to reset mentally because that's the only way to me to get clear of mind enough to, to make good choices on decisions what to do next. Okay, so that's number one, grounding. Do you want to say something? Well, I just, uh, I just had written down here the truth. 
And until we're grounded, mm. it's really going to be kind of impossible for us to tell ourselves the truth of what might be happening. Very so, good. And the truth sometimes is, is evasive here because the buyer's not telling you the truth, so you've got to really get clear about what's really happening. That's very good. I used Can, the word really three times in one sentence. I you, want you to give you, me an you award did. for that. It was a big word day, by the way, yesterday. One of my clients, you would have been very proud of me. I was saying a lot of big words. Um, there's, can I add your idea? Sure. Is not just to hear the truth from the other person, but also to recognize the truth. If you are derailed, not grounded, spending, you will not see things objectively. Yeah. You will see things either from a f- place of fear, that worry that they're going to leave and see all these signals for that, or from a place of real desperation where you think, oh my gosh, i got to hang on, hang yeah. on, hang on. Yeah. So uh, tactical yeah. effort to this. So once that's done, I like people to do, you'll see sometimes on a, uh, on a football game or a basketball game, at halftime, they'll do this thing called, called a game reset. Well, they'll just show everything that's happened yeah. so far, how many shots they've taken, made, missed, and everything. And I like that analogy to this, where I'm doing a deal reset. I'm I doing like a relationship reset, a right? Mm-hmm. I'm kind of going back and saying, okay, let's re- let's revisit. Why were we doing this in the first place? How did we get to this point? What should we do from now? Do we t- tweak, change, that sort of thing? I reset with the buyer. I restate my intent to be helpful. I restate my belief in abundance and attachment in whatever way, shape, or form that comes out and just reset the whole process. I don't necessarily have to back up all the way to the beginning. Sometimes that's appropriate, but not always. But I at least have to take a few steps back and just reset and say, here's yeah, where I am. Yeah. It's not a start over, no. unless there's a reason to start over. It's more just, let's just collect our thoughts and, and get, get straight where we're both starting from the same place. Yeah, yeah no doubt. Okay, here's the second one, second of five, uh, yeah. that I'd like to do, and okay. that is this no response from the buyer. Yeah. Uh, somewhere in the process, things just fall apart, and the buyer stops returning my phone calls or doesn't answer my email. And the first thing we do with Hachach, what is it called? Uh, how Rach, uh, you see, you got to ask me how there. I just rock? lost my page. It is called How Rach. I'm so saying that wrong. I'm making it Arabic, aren't I? Germans. It's German. You Germans who Please. are listening, send us a. audio I have huge German file, heritage, actually. too. Both my grandparents were German. Isn't that a shame that I don't know how to pronounce that? Well, it sounds like you do, though. It's, uh, <laughs> to someone who doesn't know how to speak German, it does. Go ahead. So this happens a lot where we're going down in the process, and all of a sudden the person either disappears or something changes. Mm-hmm. And that, that kind of gets back to your deal here about when it's at the end and you need to reset. I think also that reset is not the answer for all these, but it is for this one, too. I think that the main challenge is how do we avoid this? Mm. Once you're in the middle of it, it gets a little hard to call the buyer and say, hey, you know what? I've not heard from you. What's going on? Uh, you know, I got this on my forecast for this month, and it ain't going to happen, is it? You're not yep. going to say that. But the question is, what, what do you do up front to avoid it? And I think one of the tactical things there you can do is to be better at finding the problem that this solution fixes. Mm. And I think when I watch our uh, especially people who just join us and, and we start to train them, this is always where deals fall down. Mm-hmm. is when we really haven't gotten to the core essence of what the pain or the problem is as to why the customer wants to buy in the first place. And so when we don't get there and we start talking about solutions and pricing, buyers, I think, have a tendency to get lost because it doesn't attach to anything. There's no connection between the solution and the pain. Right. And so that's not a solution for those deals that you have where there's no sense of urgency unless it's to reset and say, you know what I just realized is that there may not be a real compelling reason for you to do this. That's, that's and right. until there is, I'm not sure it makes sense for me to hound you and pester you and be persistent. So yeah. can we reset, go back to the beginning and say, why are you doing this in the first place? Yeah, very, very good. I like that a lot. I like that a lot. What's interesting to me, too, is if you watch body language and listen to verbal cues from other human beings, 
when you hit a pain point, there's this light that shines up all of a sudden. If there's uh-huh. something that's real important to somebody, you'll hear it. We just actually just got off a call where one of our podcast listeners is, for lack of a better word, selling something to us. Mm-hmm. And there was something that he said that I noticed when he said it, our friend Jill, who is going to be working with his solution, uh, said, oh, that would be great. She just, I could tell yeah, she, she lit, lit up, up just up through the phone yeah. when I knew that we hit her pain point, which was making her life easier. That was her yeah. main core pain. Feature function less so much, making her life easier. That was her pain. Yeah, Interesting good. how she reacted to that. Go ahead. I got a quick story to yeah, finish ahead, up please. here today, and it's please. it's a funny story. So if you are at the end I'll of push the laugh button. <laughs> well, it's the uh, we're 13 minutes in, so if you if you oh. listeners uh, have to go, this is not pertaining to anything other than it. Well, it actually is. <laughs> you never know. I was at um, took my daughter Kara, who's 17, up to a little school in northern Indiana called Manchester College. Yeah, and she was looking. We're looking around a lot of uni- colleges. She's a senior in high school. And, of course, all these admissions people today, the difference between a person getting in and not, I mean, it, it could be a hundred and some thousand dollars a year. So yeah, right. they're really being trained and schooled in how to sell, yeah. how to sell university and recruit, et cetera. So this young girl who just graduated in May from Manchester is now the main admissions recruiter. And so she sits down in kind of a valley girl kind of way. She goes, well, so Kara, tell me, you know what the best thing would be to do is so that we can see if we're a fit, tell me what you're looking for in a school. Oh. And I thought, boy, that's really nice good. Work. And Manchester Kara. College, a very small school, 1,200 yeah. people. And Kara says, well, you know, uh, I'm kind of looking for a, a small school. And she stops her goal and goes, great, you're a perfect fit. <laughs> <laughs> so... I'm calling that the one, the one question close. The one question close. All you got to do is say, what are you interested in? And just say, great, you're a perfect fit. And the fit. first thing that they say, you say, great, you're a perfect fit. Let's get the, here's the application. Here's, yeah. Go ahead and fill everything out. We'll get yeah. you in right away. That was the only question she asked her the whole hour we were together. But, it was, oh, but I'm sure they've been beautiful. trained. And that, was, uh, that was part of the training. And I kind of laughed at myself. Uh, that's great. Anyway. Okay. Uh, we would love to hear from you. Uh, go to listener or email us at listener at advancedsellingpodcast.com. We've got a whole slew of mailbag questions that we need to get to next time. This has been the Advanced Selling Podcast presented by Kasky Achievement Strategies Indianapolis. Join us each time we record a new podcast by going to BillKasky.com or to iTunes.